Welcome back, comedy fans, to an all-new comedy at the Carlson Cast. Get more information and subscribe at carlsoncast.com. Today's episode, Comedy History with Mr. Uh, Billy Dettori. I'm very excited about that. The past is looking pretty good right now. Today's episode is brought to you by Sapori Cafe and Catering. It's Rochester's favorite spot for lunch and any of your catering needs. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Sapori Rochester. Also, of course, Three Heads Brewing are the makers of Rochester's favorite beer. Remember, do good things and always be kind. Now who's your host? He's riding out the apocalypse with his dollies in the attic. It's Vinny Paulino. <laughs> dollies. My dollies. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Carlson Cast. We are so far away, yet brought together by the beauty of technology. Uh, big things are happening at the Carlson this week. Still closed. <laughs> not so not at the carlson <laughs> around the carlson you know the rochester's funniest uh, video contest started we got our first entry got posted uh yesterday uh jim watkins submitted it it's pretty funny it's uh it is pretty funny it's impressive like it's a stop yeah. motion it's pretty cool okay. you guys should check it out if you haven't seen it yet uh so keep an eye out on comedy at the carlson's facebook page for those and uh, if you like them you know, click like if you love the video and you you really love it. Make sure you hit the little love heart thing because that's kind of how we're going to judge these is by reception. We want to see if people really like it, and and it can be because I've seen some questions. So it it can be just about anything, right? Like it, it can be yeah. anything you want. Yeah, I mean, don't like don't hurt you know don't hurt a cat or anything, but it's it's in absolutely in the rules. Do not yeah, hurt yeah. yourself or others or animals or yeah. Do not yeah. break laws. No no you, law breaking. You can break your pride, but that's it. I've been breaking my pride since i brought you on as a co-host now uh oh billy smiled at that he's like i should replace him all right uh no let's kick him out of the room i'm doing it right now you're gone brian all right great see you later it's been Uh, a fun run yeah gonna go back five feet over to the other side of his desk to go play with what you're seeing there is his 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 entire house though so he can't actually leave the meeting till you kick him. yeah it's just my this this is (laughs) gonna be i'm only allowed in the attic now that's it well, me too. So what I find really, really funny here is that Ross's choice of background is probably legitimately in Brian's house. It's close, oh, yeah. but, but it's on my desk instead of on the wall. But it was really funny you saying, always be kind with just knives behind you. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting wild. It's getting wild yeah. out there. <laughs> so uh, let's start off with uh, now, which week are we covering next week? Right, Billy? Yeah, we're covering the uh, week of April 12th through the 18th. History oh. from the future. Yeah. Ah, ha, ha, ha. So, so uh, Billy, Sunday uh, the following Saturday. So, Billy, take us through. Uh, I know we usually start off with some birthdays. Who's celebrating next week? Okay, birthdays, April 12th. So, uh, Saturday, David Letterman turned 73. Wow. That doesn't wow. seem possible. He was the young guy in the late night uh, TV shows. So Yeah. I think has, he done, every- has he had one or two heart surgeries? I'm was not just sure. One? How old is sure. Leno? 76. Jay Leno's 70. Shut up. No, I think I think I remember him mentioning that on because I do watch his car show. There's oh, no way Jay like, Leno is 76. I would have I know he said in his 70s on his car show. Because him and Letterman are contemporaries. They yeah. were at the comedy clubs at the same time. So Letterman Jay turned Leno 73. was born in 1950. Which makes him <laughs> 70. His, April, his birthday is April 28th. We're going to be celebrating him in a couple of weeks. Right. Hey, that's my go. birthday, too. It's, it's weird. It's, 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 day. it's me, it, Jay Leno, and Saddam Hussein. <laughs> David Letterman is somebody who makes me feel old because there's a whole, you know, we're all pretty old here, but there's a whole generation of people for whom Letterman is like an old person. 
and I know he's an old person and he's gotten old, but like, you know, just coming up, he was like the young hip guy. Yeah. Even, I don't know if he was even that young, but he was like the cool hip guy. So it's, it's weird that he's like going to be 80. I remember him coming out with like a suit and cons on and we were all like, gasp, he's wearing sneakers. <laughs> his, his uh, Netflix interview show, I think is really good. I don't know if you guys. It's his, superb. It is great. I, I really like it. Uh, it was, April, it was oh, cool sorry. to see him do something a little bit different, you know? It was yeah. cool. Like, like Chelsea Handler went to Netflix and was trying to do her show again. It was cool to see him just do something completely you know, mm-hmm. he did interviews, but the way he wanted to do them, it was awesome. Sorry, Long Billy. form, little uh, uh, things in between. Uh, April 13th, Caroline Ray started as a stand-up, then became an actress. She was on uh, Sabrina and stuff, but yeah. Caroline Ray turns 56. One of the things people forget about Caroline Ray is she took over uh, Rosie O'Donnell's show after Ross ruined it all at the karaoke. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah, it was the Caroline Ray show. It was like pretty much just started right up after Rosie O'Donnell's show. Yeah, I forgot oh, about I that. I thought it went Ellen, or, uh, Rosie to Ellen. No. Nope, Caroline Ray for a bit there. Oh, she was the... She was that. She was like uh, the transition piece. They were like, yeah, this probably isn't going to last, but we need something, so they threw her in there. Kind of the way radio did when uh, Howard Stern left for Sirius and they put David Lee Roth in there for like three months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. God, I forgot all about that. Yeah. yeah. Then Opie and Anthony took over. Uh, April 14th, Brad Garrett turned 60. Everybody loves Raymond's brother, but stand-up yeah. comedian. Yeah. Was it, I, uh, was it one of the casinos recently? He's what at one of the casinos all the time. I thought he had his own room. <laughs> I thought there was like a Brad Garrett room. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I think pretty he's sure. Okay. All right. Happy uh, birthday, Brad. Brad Garrett. April 16th, 1965. Martin Lawrence was born. He turns 55. Martin. Martin. I just, uh, like, Martin. part of you feels bad because you're like, oh, whatever happened to Martin Lawrence? You don't see him anything anymore, but. They just had the new Bad his... Boys movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah the new huge. Bad Boys movie. He comes yeah. out for those every now and then, and that's it. But I bet he's just rolling in his dough. Well, yep. he kind of went a little nutty for a while, didn't he? Didn't uh, he have his. Yeah. Yeah, he do was you rem- do you running re- down the street wrapped in aluminum foil. <laughs> it wasn't wrapped right. in aluminum foil. He thought he was a Jedi or something. It was very strange. But he also, uh, Tracy Morgan made fun of him. If you remember the first episode of 30 Rock. I don't no. know why this is still sticks in my memory. I just remember seeing it and going, wow, what a dig. Because they were talking about like uh, Alec Baldwin and Tina Fey's character. Like, well, we need to bring somebody else on the show. And they picked Tracy Morgan's character. And she's like, him? And then they show, but isn't he in jail? And they show him running down a freeway in his underwear with like toy lightsabers. <laughs> and, and it was literally just a shot of Martin Lawrence. And I've never forgotten it. That's hilarious. April 18th, uh, Rick Moranis turned 67. Comedy okay. actor, SCTV is where I first saw him as uh, one of the McKenzie brothers. He's coming back. And come thank back. God he is, because he put out a couple of music albums, I believe. I don't know if you guys know that. No, uh, I did not. He did like a, uh, God, I got to find it. I know he left the Hollywood scene after his wife got sick and then passed away. He retired basically from Hollywood to take care of his kids and just be a family guy in New York. But now he's making a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I bet he pops up in the new Ghostbusters, too. They haven't confirmed that yet in in the new honey i shrunk the kids they get really tiny and they fight the virus so how timely topical (laughs) 
so I'm looking here on my uh, Apple Music, mm-hmm. and uh, in 2006, Rick Moranis released an album called The Agoraphobic Cowboy, and it's under the country genre. Great album name. Holy wow. shit, that's good. And uh, in 2013, he released an album called My Mother's Brisket and Other Love Songs. <laughs> that's now what I, wow, I didn't know Those that. Those titles alone kind of dragged me in. Now I want to get some Rick Moranis music. Yeah. You know, oh, God, I, it's, I bet it's awful. <laughs> As a, ki- as a kid, I always found him to be very annoying in movies, but like as an adult, I've grown to like appreciate appreciate him. He was one of those guys who was perfect for what they had him in. He wasn't a threatening type of no. character at all. So like he was he was perfect to be the dad. Yeah. Stuff, mm-hmm. You know, he really, really was. Mm-hmm. Um I'm glad to see that he's doing the comeback. And if he's not in this new Ghostbusters movie, there's something seriously wrong. We riot. Yeah, I mean, if you could, and can I also just throw this in here? If they can make a CGI Carrie Fisher, how can I not get Harold Ramis back for the new Ghostbusters? That's what I want. That's they have to have call. some unused footage somewhere. Right. I mean, make put do what they did with uh, in the Star Wars with uh, what's his name, the guy who blew up the on Rogue <laughs> in the, One. The, in the Star Wars with the, the one with the guy War. who blew up. The, in the Star Wars with the, Star one, the one with the guy with they blew up the thing with the people <laughs> over the Captain Kirk. You know that one. The Star Wars. You know what I'm talking about? Peter Cushing. Peter yeah, Cushing's Rogue character War. who was dead. And then they had another actor play him. And then they just did weird CGI over his face. Whatever. Bring me some yeah. Harold Ramis. There you go. And uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, April 18th. 1963 saw the birth of the host of maybe my second favorite podcast after this one, Conan O'Brien. I don't know if you listen to Conan O'Brien needs a friend. It makes me laugh really, really. It is very, very good. April is just the month of birthdays for like late night talk show hosts, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Apparently whatever month is before nine nine months months before before April April is a really good month for doing it. Every month is a good month for doing it. But for making funny people, you want to do it in that month. I'm not going to do math right now. Mm-hmm. Ross, what month is nine months before April? He doesn't keep that type of calendar. <laughs> we broke five. Ross. July? <laughs> Just like to pretend you my... guys really don't know. I'm going July. It's July. Oh, it's July. It's July. <laughs> yeah, everybody's not wearing, many, not wearing much clothes. Hold on. It's July. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> All right. What else you got, Billy? Uh, that's it for birthdays. And uh, after that, we normally do death. So there was one death in the comedy world uh, in the following week. Harry Anderson died on April 16th, 2018 of the flu. Got off easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was ahead of the. Obviously, uh, the curve. Great magician and stand-up comic and also uh, actor. That's yeah, known for as the judge on Night Court, right? Yeah, yep. They brought him in to play uh, a con man on Cheers, and people loved him on that, so he wound up getting his own sitcom where they made him a judge, a fast-talking judge. Billy, you know this. They're, they're, yeah. That's the way TV used to work. If the ratings, like the nightly ratings, were such a powerful thing, if somebody did a guest spot on a show mm-hmm. and people loved it, it's yeah. Like, oh yeah, you're gonna work, and I'm, that happened a lot. Is there anybody else you could think of that that happened? The with? first one that comes to mind is Robin Williams as Mork on an episode of Happy Days. Oh yeah, that's right. He had a sitcom within months after that. That was so big. Yeah. Uh, no, and there was spinoffs all the time from right. 
you know, like all in the family had uh, uh, the, um, the Jeffersons. Jeffersons, thank you. And then and the uh, Sammy good, Davis Jr. show. <laughs> and good times came off. Related. <laughs> Billy's more the historian here, but I don't think those are related. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, good times came off of Maud because uh, Florida Evans was Maud's oh, yeah. maid. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So. Awesome. Night Court's a Night Court's a weird show because I think it I think it ran for like nine seasons. It ran for a really long time, and now it's a show that I mean I liked it at the time, but now it's a show that n- it's never on. Like nobody seems to care about it. Like nobody, I don't think I don't like if you weren't born if you were born within the last twenty years, I don't think you'd know it exists. Yeah. Do you think and it Lowell, holds up? Do you think it holds up? holds up? I don't know. I'd be curious to see. I I, I think it would. Bull was one of the best like sitcom characters ever. And then you had lecherous John Larroquette John Larroquette's around molesting people. Yeah, that would be John Larroquette's character is probably the most problematic in 2020 standards. Yeah. I would say. yeah, yeah. But as far as the comedy, I think it would hold up. There were some really good solid jokes in that show. Yeah. All right. And uh, one little piece of trivia about that. Now, most people remember Marky Post from Night Court as the defense attorney. Before that, there was an actress named Ellen Foley that played a character named Billy. She was the female vocalist on Meatloaf's Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, as a portly gentleman, I think you know how much I enjoy Meatloaf. <laughs> Both the singer and the food. Yeah. The singer more so. Yeah. And the cologne. Really? <laughs> the cologne. Just rub a pot roast on my arms. <laughs> the puffy shirts. Okay, let's uh, go on to some I history. bought one to look like Meatloaf. Oh. I have one. Oh, did you, you win the... Uh, the Halloween con- contest that year? Nope. Nope. You just won. Well, it was too much. People didn't realize he was wearing that a costume. Was, that was, was the problem really you wore it in August. Well, no, Billy. The problem was the parties I went to, no one knew who the fuck Meatloaf was. And that's what, like, one guy looks at me, this kid's wearing, uh, it was a Halloween party, and my wife was like, you should do that Meatloaf costume you always wanted to do. That'd be funny. So I got it, and Brian, you were there. I was there, was yeah. a good fucking costume. It was. It looked good. And this one kid's dressed like uh, a Ninja Turtle and he's like 21. And then there's another kid who's wearing just a white t-shirt and he like drew lines on his t-shirt for every beer that he drank. Cool. And he's like, I'm alcoholism. That was his costume. And the alcoholism kid looked at me and goes, who are you supposed to be? And I go, uh, meatloaf. And the, he looked at me very puzzled and the Ninja Turtle looked at him and goes, I think my dad used to listen to him. Oh. <laughs> True story. <laughs> And then, then Vinny tried to hang himself in the bathroom, but the stall broke the towel rack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep them coming. Okay, history. On to some history. Uh, behind me, you, you mentioned it. I have the Bob Newhart album, The Button Down Mind of Bob Newhart. On April 12, 1961, the button-down mind of Bob Newhart won Best Comedy Album at the Grammys, but also Album of the Year completely, not just kind of Album of the Year, and Bob Newhart won Best New Artist. Hey, Billy, how many times has a comedian won Album of the Year? I can only think of twice, and I learned one of them a couple weeks ago. When yeah, I remember a couple weeks ago we had one that did. There was it was a, a Richard Pryor's album? No, it was an older album. It was um, an obscure guy. Was it? The, oh, uh, T.O. T. Oh, Fox. it was the, the Von Meter. Oh, album. Von Meter. Yeah. That's right. That's right. The, the JFK album. The first Era. one. 
What a great <laughs> album this is. Well, and Bob Newhart, I'm sure, I'm sure you know all this, Billy, but you know, like he was, he's, he's such a cool, like he came out of nowhere. He was just like an accountant, I think. Yeah, he was an accountant. And yeah. just was telling some jokes and some guy heard, heard his jokes that, you know, jokes he would do like at work almost with people he worked with and somebody yeah. heard them and somebody heard them. And then, um, I don't know if and Then this, he perfected those, could... he perfected those sort of phone bits and the one man monologue where it was really dialogue, but you only heard his end of it. Mm -hmm. Him as the bus driver, him as the security guard at the Empire State Building when King Kong climbed up it. You know, yeah. it was something he incorporated into his TV shows a lot, where he'd and, answer the phone and have sort of a running monologue. He was in a, a lot true of ways. Genius. Or his yeah, idea. Genius. He's still alive, right? Yeah. 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 In he fact, kinda, they, oh, I'm sorry, Vinny. No, go Billy, ahead. please go ahead. No, I, I, I saw him a couple years ago up in Jamestown. He did a show up in Jamestown at the. Well, it wasn't the National Comedy Center then. Uh, it was a theater attached to the Lucy Museum. Mm. Uh, my wife and I went up to uh, Jamestown where the Lucy Festival is holding the world's biggest grape stomp where thousands of people, I, I actually, Susan did the research, 1,232 people stomped on 60 tons of grapes. And uh, Susan and I were two of those people. And that night we went to go see Bob Newhart at the uh, theater in town. With your purple feet. Yeah, after washing off our feet, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it was a really, really good show. Bob Newhart was one of my comedy idols, absolutely. Yeah, um, me I think too. He's, he's got to be one of the first guys, you know, because mainstream comedy at that time was, it was a lot of, you know, it was either the sort of set him up, knock him down stuff or the or the sort of vaudeville carryover with the yuck yuck and the, you know, he's got to be one of the first people that I can think of that was doing the more straight Smarter. man without a straight man, you know? The, yeah. the, the, he that, was doing style. sketches by himself, Ross. Yeah. He was doing just straight up comedy sketches by himself, like stuff people used to have comedy duos for. He would just like, the uh, what was it, the nervous driving instructor. Yeah. He'd be on stage and he would just do like a pantomime of what was going on and act like there was another character there. That was uh, pretty impressive, you know? The one thing that was disappointing about the time I saw him, and I feel bad disparaging what a 90-year-old man. You couldn't get was, rid of the grape smell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he did mostly book jokes, but sort of in the form of anecdotes. Like he built anecdotes around sort of regular jokes that you'd know. In fact, last week, Vinny, you brought up the uh, Don Rickles story about Sinatra. Yeah. Uh, Bob Newhart put himself into that story. He was eating, and maybe he really was because him and Rickles were good friends, but his yeah. version had him and Rickles eating dinner together when that happened. But he okay. had like just a lot of regular jokes and only did one of the sort of classic bits, the sort of him on the phone, one man sketches that you're describing. And yeah. that was the stuff that I grew up loving. So. Yeah, but I love being able to see him. He's a comedy legend, and, and Bob's I, still with us, right? Yes, he is. I Good. think he's ninety-three, maybe. Wow, so impressive. Yeah, he uh, just there was there was an Audible album. I think it just came out last year. Um, not comedy, but him doing like interviews with famous friends and telling jokes and stuff like that. So it's he's he's still doing stuff. I'll have to look that up. In fact, he used to be a semi-regular on Big Bang Theory, didn't he? Yep. Wasn't he like? I couldn't uh, tell you. Yeah, yeah, I've, I, I, I've read about it, but he he uh, was a semi regular there. Uh, let's see, April fourteenth, two thousand thirteen. Kevin Hart 
was arrested for suspicion of drunken driving. He was going 90 miles an hour down a freeway, weaving across lanes, almost hit a gas truck, gas truck tanker. That could have been the end of that story. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. Eventually, cop pulled him over, and this made me laugh when I read it. Um, when the cop tried to give him the sobriety test, he just said, "Why waste our time? I'm drunk." You know, <laughs> if I were moves out of the realm of suspicion, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, are we sure that he was drunk? Are you sure that maybe it wasn't a couldn't see over the steering wheel type of issue that he had? <laughs> he has a lot of crazy cars. Remember, he got hurt really bad well, last year. Yeah, Remember, flipping uh, all over the place. They thought he was going to die with that. I yeah. think somebody should just drive Kevin Hart around. We he was being driven chauffeur. when he got hurt the last time. Yeah, but he let some idiot drive like his super nice car and didn't know, the, yeah. didn't know how to drive it. And the guy flipped it. Yep. It's like oh. if I let Billy drive something. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing but trouble. <laughs> uh, April 15th, 1975, the first public appearance of a comedy legend, the San Diego Chicken. Hey! So, I, I, was he Sorry. the first mascot? No, but sports? he was like the most famous. Yeah. Uh, let's see, April Which 15th. Which is really weird because he was a Padres, a San Diego Padres mascot. mascot. And... They have like the easiest thing as their logo. All they need is a monk. All they need is a dude in a brown robe, and they have the perfect thing. Like, nope, we need a chicken. Yeah, why did Makes they perfect bring sense. It? Yeah, well, no. guy, guy in a monk robe isn't really going to get the crowd going, I don't think. You've never been to a Friars game, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stay silent. Uh. <laughs> All right, I was laid out of that one, Billy. Good job. Thank you. Uh, April 15th, 1970. Oh, I already did that one. April 15th, 1990. Uh, In Living Color premieres on the Fox Television Network. You can do what you want to do. Jim Carrey. In Living Color. Uh, Jamie Foxx. The Damons. The Great yeah. Cast. The, the Wayans. The Wayans. <laughs> I, had, I had every, like, every piece of merchandise from that show. Like I had shirts that were probably like inappropriate for a white kid to walk around in, but I had like every, <laughs> I had any, anything like branded in living color. I had like, I had, I had probably, I had probably at least a dozen t-shirts. You had a homie, the clown shirt. Oh yeah. Oh, I absolutely had a homie. The clown. I 100% had a homie, the clown shirt. <laughs> Again, Fire Marshall bill. Ironically, or just I don't know if I had really Fire Marshal Bill. I think I, I think it was like not. I don't think I had any of the Jim Carrey stuff, which is why, again, it's like questionable. Definitely questionable for a white kid to be walking around with those. But you were yeah, the but only kid with a fly girl shirt. I mean, I was walking around with an LA Kings hat and all that stuff. Yeah, on, like I was an NWA. Yeah. Well, it's because you're a huge LA Kings fan. No, I'm not. <laughs> just, just like, just like rap music that said. Bad Brian's word. favorite hockey team is the LA Kings. Everybody, in case you were wondering, send Brian. L.A. Kings merchandise, he loves it. <laughs> it is the New York Rangers, as you can see. I have Rangers stuff everywhere. Is that a man cave sign? Yeah, my kids got it for me. Oh, so now you, you trade those kids it. in? Oh, like I have to put it up, man. You'll understand. Would I? <laughs> <laughs> when you're you already covered with cool stuff. Yeah. While we're while we're doing backgrounds, can I ask can I ask you a quick question, Billy? Sure. Are there are there like two dozen cans of tuna behind you? It's cat food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we have five cats. So. Okay, it's for the Sorry, cats. I've been though, I've been right? trying to figure it out the cats. The cats. Yeah. Times are tough, <laughs> okay. Ross. Mind your business. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's a, it's a, 
logical question. Okay. It's I noticed it too. I was going for that. <laughs> I did not notice it. No, it's cat food. <laughs> I thought you get you get hungry. You're doing stuff. It's fine. They're right there. I don't know. It's it's all right. <laughs> This research oh. takes a lot of time, Ross. That, who, if, this, if, this, if this pandemic lasts too much yeah. longer, who knows? We have a yeah, pandemic. Billy was food. laid off recently. Leave the man alone. Let oh, yeah. No. I have lost two it. jobs in three months. Yeah. You guys are my biggest source of income right now. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, and one last little piece of history. April 16th, 1932. The release of Laurel and Hardy's film, The Music Box, it won an Oscar for Best Short Live Action Film, and it's better known probably to people as the one where they carry the piano up the big flight of stairs. Yeah. Oh. That the big flight box. of stairs you can go visit in Los Angeles. We had a trip planned to Los Angeles, which was canceled because of all this, and one of the things I wanted to do was go visit the stairs, which is a thing you can do. Oh, Ross, we might be a great couple. I'd want to go see that too. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to get, I don't know where we're going to get a piano, but you know, tell Mike to get lost. Billy's got a ton of cat food, but Ross. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. She gets it's out. it's oh. the new currency. Uh, but Ross has dogs. They're, they're, they're never meant to be. It's like the Montague's and Capulets. Ross is a dog person. Billy's a cat <laughs> that's person. True. Um, that's true. So that's all I got. Well, I want Brian to be the ring bearer at the wedding. Now, uh, Billy, <laughs> great job today. What do Thank you me. think is the more, uh, like, could you imagine, let me rephrase this question. Can you imagine having one of these places that an uh, iconic movie was filmed, like, down the street from you? Like, how annoying that would be? Just, like, if you lived by the Laurel and Hardy stairs of how many people are just coming by and taking pictures? Yeah, I guess that would be annoying. Uh, uh, last year, my wife and I went to Boston for a weekend. And for some reason, there's a street that everybody goes to take their picture on. It's sort of a, a street with a, a big, uh, it's just really, really steep and cobblestone. And everybody gets their picture taken there. And that would annoy me if everybody just stopped to. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, could you yeah. imagine living on Abbey Road? Just like oh. every asshole walking by doing yeah, that? Doing the poses, yeah. I thought about the people who live in the Dakota in New York, you know, where Lenin That's got That's a bad shot. one in pantomime. Yeah. <laughs> Billy, stop laughing at that. You're very wrong for that. <laughs> no, but, uh, the new one is the, uh, the Steps from the Joker movie, right? Yeah. That he danced oh, that's on. Right. People are jumping up and down those things all day. God. Mm-hmm. All right. Build sets, people. Leave people's neighborhoods alone. That's <laughs> the end of today's episode of the Carlson cast. Uh, we have a big sir prize guest tomorrow i'm saying it's a surprise guest because who knows what's going to happen but it is a very very world famous comedian who has never done an episode of our show no so that's your teaser that's your teaser keep an eye out make sure you subscribe to carlson comedy uh on facebook so you keep an eye on the rochester's funniest video entries and uh, most importantly wash your damn hands we'll see you next time yes